Welcome to episode three of Save Nightlife, a visual podcast presented by Egg London, highlighting the desperate situation that Egg and many other venues all around the UK are finding themselves in currently. In this series, we're looking at the cultural importance of nightclubs and venues across the UK. Egg has launched a crowdfunder with support from the Nighttime Industries Association and the Music Venues Trust. If you can spare anything, the link to donate is below. On tonight's episode, I'm joined by two of the most in-demand guys in the industry, Youssef and Janssens. How are we doing, guys? Good, Great, good. Thanks, Ben. Good. Great to have you on the episode. Let's, let's start with a, a little talk about Egg itself. Uh, what does Egg as a club mean to you guys? Let's start with Youssef. Um, for, for me, it, it was a real surprise when I first started playing to Egg. It was probably like eight or nine years ago, probably maybe, maybe longer, actually. Um, and what I mean by that is I've been playing Ministry and Fabric a couple of times and even back in the end and stuff like that. But then it has the same magic that you get up north, as in it's, it's, it's a bit more um, loose with people in there in terms of like it, it's a real, real range of people. And you have that energy of, um, of it going off like it does when you play in Liverpool, Manchester, Newcastle, Glasgow. Um, and I was like, wow, you know, because people I've noticed in London prior to that tended to kind of hold back a little bit. A bit but, more reserved. Um, that's what, yeah, a bit more reserved. And okay, at the time, it maybe may not have had the the technical side of what it's gone on to reach in terms of kind of the quality of sound and things. But the energy, uh, that's something that you can't get off a shelf anywhere. So yeah, I really, really like it for those reasons. And of course... Um, Ali and the guys that run it are, are top class. Yeah, Janssen's. What about you? Uh, well, I when I first started coming to London, I was like having a house share in Luton. So we used to come into King's Cross a lot when like clubs like the Cross in the end, at the end, the Key were there. And the egg was like the first one I discovered egg was like an after party. Like, uh, Jay, did you see the after party is there? I was like, what's this? It's like another another party starting again, sort of thing. And as soon and as soon as I started going more and more out in London. Me and my friends, um, like promoters, started doing nights in egg. I used to play there. I used to play like in the middle room. I think I've played in every corner in the middle room. They <laughs> take the DJ booth around all the time. And then, uh, yeah, just recently, I had, had some great gigs there, like what you said, and actually played, the last time I played was with you, wasn't it, for your album team? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, a yeah, yeah. night, actually. Yeah. So it's been a big, big part of my sort of uh, clubbing journey since I've been around sort of around the London area. Yeah. And you said you've been running your own events there for, for a while as well, right? Yeah, we, we were doing them for four or five years. And uh, it, again, what I faced, because we, we had a kind of the pick of the bunch of who's a book, uh, book in Liverpool, and I faced a lot of hurdles for getting the same people to play at Egg because, of, oh no, not Egg, I play Fabric, I play this, I play that. It's like, come on, guys, you know, hook a brother up, so to speak. So bit by bit, I managed to get people like, uh, I got Darius Saros in, and he loved it, and then Steve Lawler, and then Laurent Garnier. And then I started to get like a lot of people in that that I'd never played uh, Egg before. And they all of them had the same experience as me. Like, oh, I see. This yeah, is okay. Great. It might be a bit rough around the edges and, 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 and a bit more organic and a bit more DIY in places. But um, like I say, in terms of the, the crowd response <clears throat> and where you can go with the music, I was like, because that's the ethos of circus in itself. It's all about great music and people having a good time and people being made to feel welcome. And I even said that to the doorman when I first started doing the night. I said, look, I'm not too sure what the situation is and I don't mean to be patronising, but anyone who comes to a circus party, say hello, 
how are you doing? Come in, have a great night. The basics make them feel welcome. And I think that's why we lasted for quite a, quite a number of years. Yeah, great. And just, I guess, talking a little bit more generally about venues and clubs all around the UK now. Obviously, it's been a tough year um, for, for everyone in the industry, but particularly venues feel like they've been hit the hardest. Just kind of in your experience, how important are these clubs to to our UK culture? Jansen, um, do you want to go for? You want to grab ma- that? Massively, like that's how all my friendships are built. That's that's how I met my partner. Um, that's all my friends. Like, yeah, that's how I've met like, all over the UK. I've got like, loads of friends. Like we're down in London now, from Manchester, Liverpool as well. Like everywhere, and I've met not only that internationally as well. When I was like going out loads like, every weekend, so like, meeting with friends, like, meeting new people. I was meeting people from all, all around the world. It was just, it's like a big community. It is, it's, it's amazing. Yes, really important. Absolutely. And, you know, further from that, I mean, of course, of everyone I know as well, both professionally and personally, for, 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 for the most part, um, it's, um, it, it's the most important cultural phenomenon musically of all time. Uh, you know, it's it's more significant than any kind of other genre, like disco to punk, um, you know, to any any of those things in terms of kind of the the width. And like, of course, with the UK was almost like the nucleus for the acid house and house music movements, which spread across the whole world. And obviously, we took influences from America and Germany and stuff. But in terms of running it from a business, in terms of record labels, and then all all around the world, and it's international um like spider's web it all comes from the from the uk in in my opinion um so yeah it's it's absolutely vital and like i say all the clubs it's really tough that everyone's short at the moment and you know we're, we're a bit lost to be honest emotionally uh, creatively musically but um of course i like to think that this blip in our history is building like a pressure cooker so when uh, when we are allowed out the pen, it's just going to go off. So do we think that we're going to come back with like a, a vengeance to to clubs and venues and just like go kind of be like a renaissance period? I think it will, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. I think it's just, um, I think uh, everybody's, what's, what's I found amazing, people are adapting. They're obviously, they're realising it's very tough at the moment, but they're finding ways, you know, just to get through this and we will come back stronger. I know we will. And, uh, you know, and it, yeah. Any amount of time, hopefully, fingers crossed. I do think we'll come back stronger, yeah. I think so too. I mean, you know, from like a record label perspective and even a producer perspective, um, the music that I'm making and the music I'm signing and the music I'm I'm searching for, even from from, uh, Janssen's mother, it's all among the best music um, of a generation for me. And even though much of it isn't released, I think it's a lot to do with the, the pace at which people are making music at the moment. So we've kind of had a little bit of time that a hurry to kind of get it out yeah. um, isn't quite there. So, and also we're, we're not necessarily just making music as a functional tool to kind of go off in a club. I think people are kind of slowing down and digging deep and making music for the cliche right reasons and all that, but they really are. And they kind of explore them with musicians and like singers and better mix downs and more of a plan. And uh, so the record, I like to think, matters. And I can definitely speak for myself, definitely speak for Janssen's. And well, a lot of the music. Say, yeah. Definitely, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, because of that, there's going to be a whole kind of history of among the best music we've heard in a long time. 
Yeah, I feel like there'll be some like proper like records being made now. When when it you know this year, I think you'll see some really special tracks. And well, like Yusuf was saying a lot more collaboration going, and actually trying to work with singers or trying to get more instrumentation into it. You know, learning new bits of software, just new techniques. People before was like I said, there's so much of a rush to get music out. Everybody's sort of take, taking a step back, and really evaluating things. And I think you're going to hear some uh, good stuff coming out soon, definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, do you think stylistically then the, the the music that has been made this year is different to how it would have been kind of two years ago or last year? And is that a, a result of the, the lockdown and pandemic situation? Uh, I think um, people definitely are experimenting, experimenting where I am, where I am myself as well. You just, I think um, people trying to hear a bit more melody and stuff like that and have a bit more sort of emotion to it. And it's nice because I feel like when you're a producer as well and you, you're trying to tour and stuff like that, you, you tend to make tracks that want to bang in a club and go off and not so much about, you can change, you can be more experimental with your arrangement and do more stuff to it because you've got that time now to think about it a bit more, like we were just saying. Yeah, I, I, I echo that. I think um, I, I, I've got a real feeling that the, the next sound um, when we come back is going to be very much like song-based, very much uh, kind of almost with a, a nod to classic house, but may, maybe a bit more energy, more moments and a kind of like slightly tougher production, maybe. But um, gnarly vocal records, I think that's what's going to come out of all this and music which people genuinely like feel in the gut. And, you know, because obviously at the moment, the way to get music out there is just essentially just Spotify screaming and maybe a little bit be port and iTunes and stuff. So we're appealing to people who want to listen to music almost from start to finish rather than kind of just that, you know, crescendo moment. Um, so I think we've taken all those variables into the clubs going forward. I think, um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's going to be like I say, a positive time for the music post opening yeah. the doors. Yeah. And I mean, how has it been running a label, a dance music label through a time when there are no clubs to, to kind of exploit this music? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that one. I mean, it, it's been really hard um, in terms of trying to make it stack up. And one one decision I made really early into this, like last last March, when it, like um, things started to get sh- shut down, I noticed or I anticipated that a lot of other my like DJ mates were um, going to pause their label, or they, they were going to stick to the same formula. Now I was like, okay, well we're not going to be in the same world. So I'm using this as a chance to kind of expand the horizons on Circus Recordings and kind of A&R the music a little bit more and make sure that the mix downs are more, they have a wider dynamic range. And what that means is that they're going to have like slightly higher vocals, maybe a little bit brighter in the mix. And essentially for, for those reasons I mentioned before, because our um, audience is going to be streaming based rather than club based. So, and once the tracks are still kick, but also have, like I say, have the dynamic range and maybe more vocals, more story tracks, um, still mixed in with the kind of house and techno and stuff that I do normally. But um, it, it's been good to kind of like widen the scope a little bit. And like I say, I've never wanted Circus Recordings to be um, just a DJ label. <clears throat> I want it to be a proper record label. Mav knows how much I get, I, I get at it and try yeah. to kind of uh, make the most out of a out of a project and really get involved and but yeah so with, with that in mind <clears throat> even though it's been hard and it's been almost impossible to break even 
I definitely think in terms of audience, the labels made progress during, during lockdown and hopefully after lockdown, we'll recoup <laughs> just because the label's profile's there. But again, it's a bit of a risk and a risky time to do that. But, you know, what do they say? Fortune favours the brave. I think it's good that you've carried on like consistently releasing. It's been like high quality releases as well. Because I've noticed a lot of labels have sort of slowed right down their down. releases. But I think it is important to keep keep the output and like keep it quality high like you said you know, I think that's important definitely yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been risky and hard and sometimes when I've seen the, the, the monthly statements like <laughs> yeah but, um, but and, you know at the same time we're, we're getting um, traction and I'm a better label owner than I was before all this started and I'm much more accomplished I've learned a lot more I've taken a lot more of a slap around the chops a few times financially but I'm more prepared for the future, so that's all right. Yeah, has it been a kind? Of, was it a bit of a shock to the system to to find that dance music streaming just kind of did drop down with the venues shut, or did that kind of did you expect that to happen? Is this, has, it, has, it, has it dropped down? I mean, probably has a bit, but I'd say it's still like because because like I said, the, the style changed, so it's, it's a lot more like when people like uh, arrange things now. They are thinking of streaming, so they're thinking of, you know, you want, you want things to kick in in the first 15 seconds, so you grab the listener's attention. And yeah. you can hear that in a lot of productions now, like things like, for Bicep, for example, they've just released an album, that's very much, very much listening, it would just get into well, well on streaming. And yeah, a lot of music in here is it's more capable for streaming now. I think it's a, I think it was going that way anyway, kind of, just to be building your fan base, because let's face it, that's where most of the music is Spotify. Uh, things like Beatport so much like a DJ focused thing, isn't it? So you want to try yeah, and build yeah. fan base through the streaming platforms as well. Absolutely, and and, and um, I think sex recordings streaming numbers are up. Uh, they've, mm. they've actually gone, gone up like that in a trajectory, but that's not because of the emotional connection with clubbers and the fact they've gone off. I've had to kind of really push and pay for work for that. Uh, Spotify specific yeah. pushes with um, you know the people that do that. On, on every release pretty much so it's been like a riskier investment to kind of get those numbers up but they are going up and it the kind of it's paying for itself so to speak whereas yes. the spontaneity of the club has fallen in love with the tune and finding it on the phone on the way home from the club or in the club or whatever they do um, that isn't there but again we, we'll see we'll, we'll see what the future brings but um, I think what's important is to keep building the quality and we'll see what happens yeah and you touch on the future i think today spain have announced that they are expecting to welcome tourists from spring do we think we're going to have an ibiza season um, i hope so <laughs> what, do you, what do you think you said uh i i don't know um, because obviously the the vaccine in spain yeah um is not being rolled out very well as far as i understand um, I think all the promoters in Ibiza are kind of chomping at the bit and being very uh, um, agile with um, preparing for, you know, alternative ways to get people in, in a more of kind of Dubai sense, you know, as in like bottle service mm. and stuff like that, uh, which is why um, a lot of Florida's open now because American clubs are just catered to bottle service attitude anyway. Um mm. I think that there could be, like I say, more agility in changing things up. But in terms of kind of the 5,000 capacity raves and stuff like that, 
I would say no. What, what do you guys think about um, when do you think, well, say in the UK, when do you think things will start sort of ticking again, like clubs will start opening? Have you got like a gut feeling or when, when do you honestly think it will happen? Oh, for, for, for me, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm ready to go at a moment's notice in terms of yeah, service yeah. stuff. Or, um, but I think that the, at the very, very earliest, I'd be surprised in September. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I, that's, yeah. that's all I think. Yeah, yeah. For me, it I feels think there like there might be some social distance things in yeah, yeah, uh, in various like cities. You know, like the Manchester and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and there might be there might be some outdoor stuff. And for, mm. but in terms of, I, I, I honestly don't know. But you know, it's it's very. I, I think the focus is keep an eye on the footy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and what because the Premier the Premier League have got. Yeah. you know, a seat at the government table. Now, if, if they really? get, oh, yeah. get the nod uh, for yeah. any amount of fans, then it, it kind of, it's it's paving the way for the rest yeah. of us. Yeah, oh yeah. That, that's what I mean, that would be the first thing once that's going, we'll be going, wouldn't we? So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. it's difficult yeah. to justify a different strategy for football versus an outdoor music event. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, the, the, the idea is, you know, that it means that the, the footprints are in the sand for moving yeah. forward. Um, but they, they were very quickly reversed. Obviously, as soon as lockdown came in, or there was the, the tier system and all that stuff. Yeah. But again, we remain hopeful. Um, and again, you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. um, Youssef, I know you've got to jump off, so I just want to ask you both one final question. Um, as a dance music community. Do we think that this pandemic has brought us closer together or has it kind of pushed us further apart? Um, that's a tough one. I would say closer. I would say, def- yeah. I, I hope people sit back and realise now and I hope when things start up, it is a bit more positive and it is more together. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I remain positive all the time. Definitely. Um, for me, without any question about it at all, um, it's it's really solidified our scene like like never before. Um, all kind of musical boundaries that were kind of in place, like genre yeah. restrictions and teams in terms yeah, of even just yeah. hanging out and communicating and helping each other out. Um, it, it just evaporated. I'm I'm speaking to like DJ Slipknot today, <laughs> you know, and you know he was one of my guys from when I was growing up. But it it just shows that that we're all. Um, in these various groups, um, myself with lots of other kind of, want to a better phrase, like leading industry figures, all using our uh, all come together, power, yeah. experience yeah. to kind of put, put a shift in to do our best to help uh, the electronic music industry. And we're using every bit of power and time and energy and effort we've got to make sure that if this happens again, that we are all supported in, in, in some mm. ways. Um, so yeah, I think from from that perspective, it's been fantastic. It's been good for like collaborations of that as well. Every sort of like you know you've co- you've just connected. With, I feel like I've connected with a lot more people that I wouldn't have before, like artists and just everybody. Just the connection has been stronger. I think everybody's brought collaborating even without that face to face kind of meeting. Yeah, no, yeah, no. It's like obviously technology that we've got now has really helped. Like we yeah, in the studio, you could just stream really easy with each other, and yeah, all the FaceTime stuff and. That's what I think it's been good. So I, I think it will it has brought people closer together. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, look, like I say, I mean, I wouldn't much prefer 
having a drink with them at DC Ten or something back backstage is yeah. what 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 where yeah. like a central point. I still love that, but overall you're just chat nonsense and then but you you do exchange that kind of like emotional laughs and all those things and that's how you build the friendship but i think because of all those friendships have been built over the years for, for me now that we're getting down to business to kind of help everybody else um yeah. there is that trust and you know we can see each other's qualities and it's, it's been like i say really good but i'm definitely looking forward to seeing people in person yeah yeah me too yeah man that first yeah. rave back <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I want to do? I, I, I really want to, I don't think it's going to be possible, but I want to get everyone in the room before we start the music. So we all experience it. The dance floor is full. Everyone's there yeah. together. There's, not, there's no warm up. We get in, we say, okay, we ready? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm going to do. Well, we're going to hope to anyway. I'm going to say, like, you know, it starts at nine, but not really. Starts at ten or something like that. <laughs> Amazing. Nice. Um, Yousef Shouldn't Janssen. have said that idea. That's going to be... <laughs> yes, that's going to be stolen now. So, so many people are going to steal that idea. <laughs> um, thank you both so much for coming on the podcast. Just yeah. for everyone watching at home, there is this crowdfunder going to help Egg kind of keep afloat through this uh, pandemic. If you can spare anything, please do donate via the links below. And yeah, a big thank you to Yousef and Janssen's. Thanks. Thanks so Cheers. much, Ben. Cheers, guys. All the best, Egg. Bye, guys.